Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. They are going crazy in Michigan as Junior is looking for the checkered flag. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a hell of a guy. He's a guy that, that I look up to. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has won the Daytona 500 for the second time. Congrats to Junior. The world is right right now. Dale Jr. just won the Daytona 500. The Motor Racing Network presents Junior's Journey. Every time he comes by, the fans give a hearty cheer and a fist pump as Junior continues to lead. People adore him because he is just such a unique, real, down-to-earth person. I'm just a pilot, man. You know, I just want everybody to be happy. I want to do good. And, and uh, hopefully all of my dad's fans enjoyed this. This is for all them. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Susie Armstrong. Welcome to part nine of Junior's Journey. So far, we've explored Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s illustrious driving career, his personal interests, and his progression to the status of NASCAR's most popular driver. This week, we dive deep into Dale's adventures as a car owner and his NASCAR Xfinity Series operation, Junior Motorsports. As with most business ventures, the early days were modest. Dale Jr.'s sister and co-owner, Kelly Earnhardt Miller, remembers the formative years of Junior Motorsports. We piddled around um, with late model stock cars in 2002 and three street stock cars. Um, I mean, you know, that was where Dale and I and our background came from. So that was just something that we wanted to do. And TJ Majors, his friend, um, wanted to drive street stock. So it's like, oh, okay, let's build the street stock and do this. And, um, you know, we, we progressed from that to the late model stock, and we did well there with, with Mark McFarlane and some other drivers, and we're winning some big races. And then the Hooters Pro Cup Series was happening back then, and, and so we're like, okay, well, maybe we can do this. And that was pretty easy to do, and we did well there, and we got a sponsor for it. And so, um, and then we were looking, that was 2004 and five, I guess. So in 2005, we said, well, you know, let's set our sight on going cup racing, I mean, Xfinity racing, Bush racing in 2007, and let's give ourselves a whole year to figure things out. You know, this was late in 2005, I think, um, mid-2005 maybe. And we had an agency come to us um, with the Navy sponsorship, and I mean, literally, this was like September of 2005, and they said, we have this opportunity, we want y'all to entertain this, and but they want to go racing in 2006. So we were like, oh, well, that's like three months. We don't. We, we were still over on Dell's property in our tiny little building for our Hooters Pro Cup car. We looked at it like it's now or never. We were going to get this three-year deal with the Navy with, you know, a, a nice sponsorship. And so we were going to have to bite the bullet and do it. And so we did, and we bought cars from DEI and got people assembled and, and got everything together. And we're working out of the, the building now that Hammerhead Productions is in and uh, did that and then, you know, built this building a year later and, and here we are still today. Bernard Jr. fondly recalls the first crop of drivers for his fledgling team. You know, it really is a, it's a, it's a happenstance sort of thing. I, um, I've uh, met TJ Majors on the internet racing online. We became friends. I helped him a little bit race some cars up north. 
some little quarter scale stuff and uh, then we moved him down we built a street stock and went racing that was the beginning of junior motorsports right there when, that, when we built that street stock car um, that was the first car junior motorsports put on the racetrack and he had a lot of talent we were, he beat Denny Hamlin at Motor Mile uh, one night he's uh, you know, he run third in his first uh, late mile stock race at Orange County I mean never drove anything like that stuff Josh Berry, another kid I met online, uh, showed me some videos of him uh, racing Legends cars at Nashville Fairgrounds. I watched a lot of these videos of him driving, and I said, uh, you know, I got late mile cars. We'll give you two races. Come down here and let me see what you got. And it wasn't about so much whether he was going to be fast or good or win a race or whatever he did on the track. It was whether he had it. He had the mentality upstairs to work hard, to pay attention to want to work on the car and, and learn how these cars are made and built. Another driver on whom Dale Earnhardt Jr. took a chance was Brad Kislowski. The second generation racer joined Junior Motorsports midway through the 2007 season. Together they won six races in 2008 and 2009. Brad Keselowski leads the field off of turn four. He wins at Nashville Super Speedway. I just remember, you know, being nervous, you know, and um, always thinking that each weekend to find you, <laughs> you know, because you had such a small resume, every weekend felt like it was your career. Um, and that's the early days of the sport for any driver, but even more so with him. <laughs> In 2008, Dale Earnhardt Jr. signed with Hendrick Motorsports to drive the number 88 Chevrolet in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series. Part and parcel to the deal was the merger between Junior Motorsports and Hendrick Motorsports. Kelly Earnhardt Miller explains the details of the partnership. I mean, resource-wise, they build our chassis, they build our engines. You know, our crew chiefs, their crew chiefs, we talk about different things, especially when it's coming up with rules and different things of how they work and, you know, how did this work for you and what did this do? And, um, I mean, really, you know, people, we, we've, especially uh, in the last, you know, four or five years since 2012, really, we, you know, talk about people and, and how they fit into the organization. Are you, do you have people over there that are you want to build into a crew chief someday? And can they come over here and be a car chief? Can they come over here and be a crew chief? Can they be a lead engineer and, and things like that? So, um, you know, we've seen that work in the last few years. And so, I mean, it's just a, you know, a collaboration. Um, even on the sales and marketing side, you know, we work with them on how to release things and what are you guys doing for this and what are you guys doing for this partner because we manage a lot of those relationships together like Nationwide and Exalta and, and Mountain Dew and um, so we have to talk a lot about those things so we've sort of just really you know come together a lot I mean to the point uh, you know they're managing our HR program here and things like that now so we just you know it's, it's sort of a work in progress that we are becoming more and more aligned but you know it started on the competition side and there's a lot of that that goes on junior motorsports has since become a development ground for up-and-coming drivers one shining example is chase elliott the son of a nascar champion joined the team in 2014 and went to victory lane five times before moving to the cup series in 2016. chase elliott around the outside and chase elliott you know my relationship and opportunity at JRM uh, didn't really come through him uh, or, or Kelly Granite. They did a lot of work once I got there that I've certainly appreciated over the years. My connection and opportunity there came from Mr. Hendrick's involvement and ownership in the team, um, which I feel like is probably pretty similar to where William is right now and, and how his, he kind of got his foot in the door over there, which is kind of 
how I did as well. Um, so I, I think in, in the right circumstance, yes, I think it's geared to uh, be a stepping stone to want, uh, you know, for the next level in the right circumstance. In some circumstances, it may not be. You know, it may be a good home for guys for a long time. And if that's the case, too, that's great. Speaking of William Byron, the 19-year-old joined Junior Motorsports this year and is slated to drive the iconic number 24 Chevrolet for Hendrick Motorsports in 2018 as Elliott moves to the nine. According to Byron, Junior has played a huge role in his development throughout this season. He leads and he leads by a bunch. William Byron told us he would win tonight, and indeed he does. You know, I think he's um, he's helped me, especially the weekends that he's raced with us in um, Richmond and Bristol. I think he's raced both of those, and he's been there and, and been able to kind of look at what he's running for lap times versus what I'm running and, and um, you really compare ourselves because we're pretty much identical. So cars and everything so I feel like uh, that's been the biggest help there and um, you know he's helped me off the track some with with some of the things media related and and um, you know how to handle your time so uh, it's been good and you know he's, he's built a company that is um, is championship caliber in this series and that's that's something to be proud of. With young Byron moving up to cup next year the junior motorsports team will feature three veterans Elliot Sadler, Michael Annette and Justin Allgaier. For Allgaier, it's obvious that Dale Jr. takes a lot of pride in his operation. Justin Allgaier wins the house. You know, it's funny, uh, you know, when I started at Junior Motorsports, obviously, you don't really know how things are going to work or what they're going to look like. And, you know, one of the things that I love about Dale is, is that, you know, Dale's obviously been a, a successful race car driver on his own. And, and there's no there's no questioning that. I mean, he's, he's a great race car driver. But I think the fact that I love the most about him is, is that, you know, when he started having a race team, uh, before it was Junior Motorsports, and then obviously as this transition into Junior Motorsports, his goal is to make sure that that race team runs as good as possible. And, and you know, he wants to, to make sure that the, the people that work there and that the drivers that are there have the tools and the resources that we need. And, you know, he's, he's one of those people that... Um, he takes pride in the fact of how the race team runs. Even though he may not be driving it every week, he takes pride in how that race team runs and, and really, uh, you know, really understands, you know, what, what we're going through. Obviously, being a race car driver, he understands that part of it. But he's also really good about understanding what goes on on the business side and, and how to make that happen. And, and obviously, um, Kelly, along with that, you know, he has a great relationship with his, with his sister, Kelly, and Kelly and Hart Miller. And, and so between the two of them, it just... It just works, you know, and that's the thing that I love about it is it's, we just have a great race team and it, and it just works. For Elliot Sadler, working for Dale Earnhardt Jr. is a pleasure, considering they've been friends since the early 90s. Elliot Sadler in his 32nd try in all three divisions of NASCAR is a winner at the... In like 1993, we raced against each other in Martinsville in the late model races, and that's kind of really where we met at. And he had heard of my brother, who was in the Bush series at the time. And of course, you know, we, we all knew his dad. And, and that's kind of where I met he and Kelly and, and Carrie. And uh, we've always had a great relationship. And we spent a lot of time together back in our early 20s, some good, some bad. But, but we had a lot of good, uh, fun times together. And it just it, it makes it where that really put a good spin on the relationship we have now. We know where we've been. We know where we're coming from. Uh, he, he's done a really good job as a team owner to make sure we have everything we need to have to be competitive. Since 2005, Junior Motorsports has won 36 races with 12 different drivers. The celebrations on Monday after a win are short but sweet for the entire shop.
Yeah, you know, um, we, we have the traditional beer toast. Um, the only problem with that is that when you have William Byron win races, you can't serve William beer, you know? So we've actually had to improvise this year. And we've had that situation in the past, too. We had a, we had a, a few races with Chase, uh, obviously, that uh, we couldn't do uh, beer toast. But that was sort of, you know, back in 2006 and seven. that's just sort of what we did. We had 26 employees when we started the Xfinity team. And, um, you know, it was easy to stand around and share a beer and, and celebrate the win. Um, and we've sort of, we've kept that. Um, and we have the victory bell that we actually share with Hendrick, and so it's the same bell that they use, and all of our car numbers are on it. So we bring the bell over here, and we ring the bell together. Um, we do a lot of cool things for our employees just in general, but, um, you know, we have luncheons together and a lot of things like that. We just ate lunch on the lawn here this past week uh, just to remember a, a teammate that we lost and doing, you know, just really cool things like that to, to bring everybody together. But Wins are really special. The only problem with this sport is that, you know, when it comes Monday, you can ring the bell and celebrate and have a beer, and then you got to really quickly get back to thinking about, you know, how you're going to win the next weekend. (laughs) Amazingly, Dale Earnhardt Jr. has only one win driving for his own organization, and it was a long time coming last year in the Toyota Care 250 at Richmond Raceway. Ty Dillon right up underneath the rear spoiler of Dale Earnhardt Jr. to no avail. Dale Earnhardt Jr. wins the Toyota Care 250 at Richmond International Raceway. Let's first start to talk to Kelly Earnhardt Miller. First win in a JR Motorsports car for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Your thoughts on that? Oh, gosh, Winston, it's really hard to believe that this is the first one for Dale. You know, we had the three-car win back in 210, uh, owned by Richard Childress at the time. But uh, we're just really excited for this. Uh, We needed it as a company, so it's awesome. With Dale Earnhardt Jr. retiring this year from full-time cup competition, many questions surround the future of Junior Motorsports. Will Junior be more involved, and to what extent? Managing director and longtime friend Mike Davis admits it's hard to say at this point. Moving forward, I would say that that is, uh, I, I expect to see a lot more of him. I don't know what it necessarily means at the track. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, Roger Penske up there on the spotter stand spotting one of his drivers or if he's going to be Joe Gibbs. I, I don't know what that looks like. Um, and I think that none of us really do, including himself, because we've never gone through a retirement before. Um, you know, obviously his broadcast deal doesn't necessarily start until the back half of the year next year. So I don't know. I mean, I don't know if his presence at the track will be with the ownership role or, uh, you know, or what. But, uh, you know, Junior Motorsports is very important to him. I'll put it that way. All the way up from the late models to the Xfinity Series cars, and we've got some really good competitive cars that could win a championship this year, but the late models are very important to him. And so all that stuff, uh, you know, if, if it means pumping new life into uh, the company in that regard, he's, you can expect him to do it. Join us next week as we wrap up our 10-part series of Junior's Journey with The Legacy. I wanted to be able to race well enough to do it for a living. And I didn't put any other really expectations or goals out there other than that. I just wanted to run well enough to be able to do it for a living. I won races that I never thought I'd win and and experienced a lot of things that I never imagined were possible. 
and so it's been far more than I expected out of it. Until next Tuesday, I'm Susie Armstrong. Have a great week. Junior's Journey is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Junior's Journey is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com.